This podcast is brought to you by the film Ezra from Bleecker Street, directed by Tony Goldwyn. Oh, he's hot. With an incredible ensemble that includes Robert De Niro, Bobby Cannavale, and Whoopi Goldberg. Ezra is a funny and endearing story about Max, a divorced father struggling to co-parent his autistic son, Ezra. When faced with difficult decisions about the future, they embark on a cross-country road trip that has a transcendent impact on both their lives. Deadline calls Ezra a touching testament to the power of love. In theaters, May 31st. Probiotics can be an important part of your daily routine, and they certainly are a part of mine, but sometimes they are a hassle to take. Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls are just what they sound like, adorable little pearls that couldn't be easier to take. They're tiny, but still pack a punch, supporting both digestive and vaginal health. To learn more, visit naturesway.com slash pearls and use code CHELSEA10 at checkout for 10% off any Pearl's probiotics. Terms and conditions apply. Valid through July 31st. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Visit lisa.com forward slash Chelsea to learn more. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Chelsea. Hi. Hi, hi, hi. I'm just going through my makeup. Got to put my makeup on for my podcast because it's not recorded <laughs> on video. As everyone knows, it's a visual medium. Mm-hmm. No, it is funny, too, because we have guests all the time who are like, this is not going to be on video, right? And then I'm like, except for socials. We're going to put a clip on socials. So then everybody has to get looking good. Okay, guys, we have added more shows to my Little Big Bitch tour because I'm coming all over. We had a second show at the Pantages in Los Angeles. So that's October 12th and Friday the 13th, which is my favorite day of the year. We added a second show in Boston at the Wang Center. September 29th and 30th is two shows in New York. I also have a show in East Hampton, New York, August 26th. We added a second show in Portland. So Thursday, November 2nd, Friday, November 3rd in Portland. November 4th and 5th in San Francisco, two shows there. We added a second show in Seattle, November 10th and 11th. Two shows Boston are November 16th and 17th at the Bach Center, Wang Theater. And I'm also coming to Toronto and Montreal and Ottawa and uh, so many other cities, Columbus, Cincinnati, Detroit, Louisville. So I will see everybody at all of these shows. Thank you. Get your tickets at ChelseaHandler.com. So Chelsea, we have a great guest today, and she's somebody who talks a lot about her mental health. And it got me wondering... You are somebody who's always talked a lot about your life, but a few years ago, you obviously made a very conscious decision to start talking really candidly about your mental health. And I wonder, was making that decision scary? No. I mean, it was so natural. You know, I'm always sharing what I'm going through, and it was so natural, and I was learning so much, and it was such a shift in my life 
Mm. It was and noticeable by everyone that matters to me. Mm-hmm. And some friends, you know, in ways didn't like that, mm-hmm. which I had heard could happen. And uh-huh. I was it was shocking. Interesting. And I remember once I decided I didn't want that. I don't want to spend my time talking shit. Mm-hmm. I don't I mean, you know, listen, we all talk shit. There's a time and a place for that. And then there's a way to do it that's not nasty. And there's a way to do it that is, <laughs> yeah. you know, that is nasty. And I so I changed a lot of those habits that were giving me like, you know, that were bringing me lower than I want to be. I want to be high and I want to be upbeat. And it wasn't hard to share because I always know that when anybody shares anything, you're helping so many people. And I know that how many people I'm helping because of my honesty, because mm-hmm. of my books and my stand-up and, and this podcast, because they reach out and they tell me. And, you know, some of the notes I get are so profound and yeah. meaningful to me that anytime I feel low or or I'm feeling like insecure, mm-hmm. I always just go and look through my DMs and to be reminded. And usually whenever you're feeling like that, something happens to remind you also. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't even have to go look that far because somebody will reach out to you and go, I just want you to know, like yesterday I came home, there was all this fan mail on this thing. And I rarely have time to go through that. Sure, But I remember walking by it yesterday and I was like, hey, these people are taking their time to write you. Go read some of them. Mm-hmm. And I did. And it was just so moving. Just people taking the time to write something that the impact that you had on a certain event in their life and, you know, that your honesty helped me go to therapy and all. I mean, you just never have any idea, even if you're someone like me with a big platform, how many people you're affecting and impacting with that domino effect. So, you know, for people who aren't famous, you're affecting people, too, you know, the same way. It's like it's not just one person's responsibility. Like you have to remember when you're a good person and you're there for your friends friends and you're and you show up for them and and you're honest or you're sharing your story you are helping therapize yeah. others yeah i love that you say like whether you have a platform or not i got a text recently from a friend of mine on mother's day she's a mom and she texted me she's someone who she doesn't live in la anymore so we don't talk as much but we were really close for a long time and she sent me this gorgeous i'm like gonna cry thinking about it this gorgeous text message saying like no one in my life has ever mothered me the way that you did oh. i just like lost it and you know you just never know what like little things you do on a day-to-day basis like really get through to people or are moving and impactful for people. Yeah. And another thing that because I have experience in death, when someone in my life loses someone, I'm always there. If someone's in crisis, I'm there. I check in. I'm, I'm always on it. Because there's a period of grieving where everyone shows up and then there's the period where people disappear. So that's the most difficult time for people because I lived that and I know it. That people feel, you know, they want to reach out to you and then then everyone kind of moves on with their lives. So the people that do remember and are like consistent and show up beyond – the point. The week, the month afterward. Yeah. Yeah. And even, you know, a, a very common thing for people to say is like, oh, I didn't want to bother. I don't want to burden her. She's going through so much or uh, it's not my place. It's like it's it's anyone's place. Yeah. You can to reach out. You don't have to if, if they don't care or want you to reach out, then fine. But it's everyone's place to extend a branch and say, hey, or not a branch, extend love mm-hmm. and say, hey, hey, I'm here if you need me. Call me anytime. Consistently check in. I think that makes a big difference in other people's lives. Yeah. For example, I had a friend who lost someone a couple of years ago, and I it was a really sudden and really traumatic death. And I knew she was just, like, beside herself, not even able to, like, 
talk to people. And I just I texted her just every day for the longest time or every few days for the longest time just being like, I'm here. And and I said, like, you don't have to text me back. You don't need to do anything. But I just want you to know I'm here. I love you. And just like consistently did that. Do you have a how do you get a sense of like when someone's ready to talk versus like they just need to know you're there? I think you reach out, you know, with texts and like mm-hmm. you can call what, whatever your dynamic is. If it's not a close friend, then, you know, I think, you you know, if someone dies, you call. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you call them yeah. immediately. And if if it's somebody that's far away that you can text, send a text and mm-hmm. or you can wait until it dies down and then really go in and say, hey, I, I, I've been thinking about you this whole time. I just want to let you know I'm here. I don't think there are any rules for that. You know, yeah. you don't want to harass somebody. <laughs> But you just want to make sure that they know that you're thinking of them yeah. and that you're in their thoughts and, you know, and that you're just thinking about them. I think that's a comfort. Yeah. It's like I think some people, they want to have someone show up at their door and other people don't. Yeah. You know? Like I don't want that. I, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I like to be alone when I'm dealing with something difficult, mostly. And get through it because it's just such a maelstrom of emotion. You know, it's up and down and up and down. And 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 breaking up is easier to be show up for someone because that's not death. You right. Know, death right, is right. like ugh, people are like scared to have to talk about that. Yeah. You can sh- with a breakup. You can show up with like a bottle of wine and a bar of chocolate and like mm-hmm. you know sit yeah. on the couch and like be together. Yeah. Okay, so our guest today is a hot mess. I love her. She made last year's Forbes 30 Under 30 list and was named TikToker of the Year by Paper Magazine and, of course, is also known as Kombucha Girl. So she's the host of the new podcast, The Broski Report. Please welcome Brittany Broski. Is that a beer? <laughs> Could you imagine if I just walked in with, like, a Coors Light? What is well, that? It's 11 a.m., so that's going to be a water. That's liquid death. That's the ship that uh, <laughs> Travis Barker uses for enemas. Um, Brittany Broski just showed up with a beer. It's, uh, what time is it? It's 8.30 a.m. Oh. (laughs) That's how some people have to do podcasts. Brittany Broski is here, everybody. Okay. Yay. And I hope you're familiar with her because she is a real hot mess. And I <laughs> like her style. And she's got a lot of stuff going on. She has a new podcast, actually. I do have a new podcast. Tell us about that. It's called The Broski Report with Brittany Broski. <laughs> in case you couldn't, like, you know, put it together. And it's very much stream of consciousness. Just whatever comes out of your mouth. My crazy, beautiful mouth. Uh-huh. <laughs> kind of what makes it onto air. So it's fun. It's it's a lot of fun. We designed the set kind of like if Walter Cronkite was a gay man. Mm-hmm. Which uh, he may have been. Which probably. I mean, it seems like, like almost all men are gay is what we're figuring out. <laughs> yeah. And that's why they're so pissed off. Exactly. And I think that's a beautiful thing <laughs> if they could just work through it. But it's very 1950s themed for the set. But the whole idea was my fans are called Broski Nation, oh. and I am a tyrannical dictator, like, just for Broski <laughs> Nation. Like, I, there are no laws. Laws change daily. So I, I was like, what's a fun way to kind of deliver news to these people of, like, all right, guys, we're no longer listening to this. We're listening to Deftones. Okay, let's let's get with it. And so I was like, we need a news set. And uh, it really came together really beautifully. So, oh. And it's in my, my spare bedroom at my house. So that's Congratulations. Nice. I'm building my podcast studio at my new house. It in will never house. be ready. I'm going to be using your podcast room, actually, from here on in. Is, it, is, it, yeah. there, is there a medieval times theme for this? No, that's just going to be uh, my bedroom. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Brittany has gained a lot of notoriety on TikTok because you have uh, over 10. Did you just throw coffee in your yeah, face? I just like vomited. Oh, <laughs> guys, I wish this was on video and it actually happens to be. So maybe this is the clip we'll use. Just she just like a baby. ejaculated coffee into her face when she went to take a sip. The other day I was on a plane and I don't know, I guess it must have been high because <laughs> I went to go take a sip and assumed there was like a sippy, like a top, a lid. Oh no. Yeah. And I just poured the entire drink down my, on my shirt. And I was Stop. like, wait, what, what just happened? I had like a synapse loss. Sorry. I blocked out. And I just second. poured it on me. And I'm like, wait, what are you doing? No. I must've been on an edible. That's edible behavior, you know? But because of your popularity on TikTok, your podcast now, and all of social media, you have a huge following. And because of that, you've gotten to meet a lot of your heroes, which I That's loved true. when you met Harry Styles. That you are such, <laughs> she's a huge Harry Styles fan. Like ridiculous. It's like really actually stupid. I mean, I think a lot of people probably feel that yeah, way. Absolutely. That's why when that happened, it was so like, because I don't know about, you're probably not terrified of the internet, but I am. And so terrified in which way? Just of like people's response to anything, how they can twist it and all that. So that happened and I was terrified at first. Well, tell us like, what happened. Break it down. Well, so they surprised me. So I HSHQ, which is Harry's like headquarters. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally Harry Styles headquarters. Oh my God. Reached out to me and they were like, Hey Brittany, what are you doing on these days? And I was like, well, I'm actually kind of busy, but what's up? <laughs> and they were like, he's doing a one night only in New York for, you know, Harry's house coming out. And uh, wanted, we wanted to know if you would take over the social media for it. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I'm free. I just cleared my schedule. I'm free. And so I didn't go into it with this expectation I was going to meet him because I was like, he's so busy. This is the first time he's ever performing this new album. Like, I'm sure he's nervous. He doesn't want to do like a fucking meet and greet. And I don't want to meet him either. Like, he scares me. Like, I love him so much. He's so scary. And so I I went into it. Like, we interviewed fans. We were giving out free tickets. We were giving out pizza. It was pouring rain. Like, it was just so fun. And, and you were then, taking over their social media. Yeah, I took over the HSHQ, like, account. Yeah. And, uh, just taking them around the stadium and interviewing fans and stuff. Well, at the end of the night, it's like an hour till showtime. We wrap, giving people tickets and whatever. And so I go back. I think we're going back to my dressing room just to kind of like hang out. And I'm walking back in and people start put, like bringing out their phones. And I'm like, it's kind of weird. And so we're walking to my dressing room and I open the door and he's right there. And they had told me before. They were like, maybe, yeah. maybe it'll happen another time. But like, it's just there's so much going on. Like, it's not going to happen. I was like... Kind of relieved, but also like, okay, like, okay. <laughs> and so I opened the door and they fucking surprised me with him. He's right in my dressing room like this. And <laughs> oh, I so run cute. the other way. I run out of the fucking room <laughs> screaming. I was like, I can't. It was just like sensory overload. I like went blind for a second. <laughs> so I ran back in the room and then that's what that clip is, is of me talking to him for like 30 seconds. I showed him my tattoo of a Harry Styles tattoo because I'm mentally ill. So... That's it was a beautiful, beautiful, scary moment. Well, that's so cute though. Who else have you gotten to meet like that? Are you like a 1975 fan? Like the 1975? Uh, that's the year I was born, so I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so by default, kind of a little bit. So I guess so. Be, yes. Yeah. Well, there's a band called the 1975, and the the lead singer is another one of my like. I pissed a little bit in my pants. I had to go change. What's his name? His name's Maddie. Uh huh. Love him. And that's he, he only has one name. Is he like Cher? Yeah, yeah. Just oh. Maddie. Oh. No, it's Maddie Healy. And he's very, very British. Like, think of the most British man you can. That's him. Oh, yeah. Um, I like Brits. I'm I, always attracted to British guys. It's yeah. so like. It's, there's something else happening. It just feels like they know geography. You know what I mean? And that's, a, like, that's yeah. a turn on for me. 
education is a turn on for me. Yeah, they can like look at a map and kind of know what's going on. Better well-rounded or more well-rounded, not better well-rounded because apparently I can't speak English. A British person would never say that. As as usual, I cannot speak English. Brittany, I have to tell you, speaking of mental illness. Oh, go ahead. uh, I was just on vacation with a couple of my girlfriends and we very much loved your depression meal. It came up many times. Thank you. Brittany did this little depression meal that was apples and chocolate chips. Just dry chocolate chips? (laughs) On a plate. And just laughing and crying at the same time. And it has truly made our, our vacation cute. much better. That's a good combo. Apple yeah. And, yeah, that sounds good. And the apples were like a little brown and old. Oh. And I like put them in a bowl and then dry chocolate chips. And I, for, in my head, I was like, dinner. <laughs> dinner. <laughs> and then I ate it. And I, I filmed that video because I started, it was so fucking ridiculous. Like yeah. that is yeah. so stupid. But it's also like and the then, thing that happens when you're depressed. Yes, dude. Yeah. I've had like a can of corn for dinner before. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, this is all I can make. Oh, a that standing. must have come out. Really nicely. Anytime I see corn, all I think about is it going to the bathroom and having it. I can't eat corn anymore. I'm so over corn. And then I found out about Tito's corn syrup a few years ago. I was such a big fan of Tito's and that they use so much corn syrup. And I was I'm so oh, bummed. in their vodka? Yeah. Well, because it's like a local Austin company, yeah. you know. So I was trying to support that, but no longer. I'm back to Belvedere. And and King Street for Kate Hudson. She, mm, she has good right. vodka with King Street. Also... I know you're very involved with the drag community, and since there's so much nonsense going on right now about the drag community and banning drag, which has turned into just a total dog whistle and basically demonizing trans children Mm -hmm. for a political point. Like, the Republicans are so nasty, the the way that they're treating drag queens and and the arguments. I mean, I posted something on my Instagram about drag queens, and you should see some of the comments saying— I'm all for people doing what they want, but they need to stop dragging our kids to shows. And it's like, who? No. Cuntface. What child do you know that's five years old that is going to drag shows without their parents? Don't make me. I don't want to go. If they're at a drag show, then their their parent brought them there. Yeah. There are no seven-year-old children going to drag shows on their own, just like there are no transgender children getting surgery either. Right. Well, it's also like, ask any fucking drag queen. They don't want children there. There. I do. You know, I, no like, kidding. I also don't, don't want children at my <laughs> shows. <laughs> no one does. Like I feel like it's such a non-issue that they have made into this. It's so hyper politicized. <sighs> it, it doesn't even exist. The issue exactly. doesn't exist. You're right. It doesn't exist. It's such. It's such bullshit. It's such a non-issue that they sit there and they hammer home, and then these idiots that believe that to be the truth are like, it's wrong that these children, they haven't even thought about the actual logistics of right. a child going to a drag show. Right. Like, are they sh- getting, you know, guarded from nursery school straight to their drag show because that's the field trip? No, it isn't. Yeah, so it's all just such, such bullshit. But yeah. I mean, I think it's just going to make the drag community louder and prouder and all of its allies. Yeah. Allies. I was sorry. My Vanessa Gonzalez, my opener, always says, you're such a good alley. as a joke because she always mispronounces things and so now I'm picking it up and now I'm I'm, now I don't know how to speak English we'll get there eventually what else is happening in your love life do you have a love life I hang out with speaking of uh, drag queens so many gay people that no if like there are no straight men in my life because I am unfortunately very straight and my type is just not (laughs) not in or around my immediate sphere right so especially Fucking Hollywood, West Hollywood. It's like not a single one to be found. No. So what no. do you do? You make any effort to date? 
Do you not go really. on like sites or any dating apps or anything no, like that? No, because when I when everything kind of first happened for me, I kind of had like a really upsetting experience where like I realized my anonymity no longer existed. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Where like mm-hmm. I can no longer just be a woman on a dating app. It's like, oh, you're from da da da. And it's like, Ugh. and men aren't respectful ever in the way that they approach that, you know, of like, oh, so what's it like? You know, we're asking me questions. It's just like, oh, no fucking way. I matched with da da da. And it's like, so I deleted all the apps and I kind of have resigned myself to this like, if if I'm going to meet him, it's going to be in the club or like it's going to be at a party. <laughs> and then I don't go to parties. So it's like, oh, <laughs> right. So maybe I won't ever meet a man. <laughs> so that's well, fine. Well, let's hope at some point that you do. You're young. You have time to not be worried about it. Exactly. I mean, you have all the time in the world to not be worried about exactly. it. Exactly. I need something to spike my sex drive, I think. I was going to say, are you getting uh, out no, there? No, I got nothing going on. Oh, yeah. I have something going on, but not sex. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not. It's, it's like a rash It's a lead. <laughs> yeah, it's a herpy outbreak. <laughs> it's a lead up to possibly sex. I'm talking oh. to some guy. I will meet him at some point, and then I'll decide. I don't like to talk on the phone before we meet because I don't know that I'm going to like you. Right. So I like texting, and it's funny because Tinks in her new book was talking about Texting is not talking. And I'm like, no, no, texting is talking. Like, that's the only talking I want to <laughs> yeah. do until yeah. I see you face to face. And then if we have great chemistry and great sex, then we could talk on the phone, but not before that. Like, I'm not going to waste my phone time with you in advance yeah. of the penetration. I need right, to right, know right, right. what's happening and if there's chemistry. So, yeah. I feel like if you're on the phone with someone, you have to like be close to being in love. It has to be like serious. <laughs> we got to, is, oh, a FaceTime call, dude. Oh no, that's yeah. married. Yeah, we're we're married only. Don't fucking think about calling me. I don't know. That is an assault. <laughs> How do you meet these men where it's only texting? This guy I met on Riot. Slay. Yeah, you know Riot waitlisted me. Rude. I've been waitlisted for two years. I'm like, look at me. I'm the people's princess. Are you serious? Yes. You can get in to Riot. Well, I, and you would think I've had all my friends be like, yeah, refer, refer. Waitlisted. They hate to see a white woman happy. Oh my God. <laughs> I would say to use me as a reference, but maybe that's not going to work for you. Although, no, everyone I've referred is on it. So maybe you should use me as a reference. You have to enlist me to refer you. Damn. When you sign up or apply, you have to say, Chelsea Handler, pick the people that you want. It doesn't work the opposite way, I'm pretty sure. That's so, okay. Well, I'm gonna, but just do it. I'm to happy to. <laughs> of course. You know, what you my, my, you know what's so funny about <laughs> my Ryan? Is I was the other day, I was like, my Vanessa, we were on the road, my opener. And she was like, what's going on with Raya? Do you have anything going on with guys? And I said, no, I never check it. She goes, check it. And I was like, well, I just never one ever hits me up. And then I go and I didn't have my alerts on. So there were like 14 oh. messages from guys that I had missed, but they were all from like six months before no. because I hadn't checked it. So I'm like responding to all these guys like six months later. I'm like, hey, are you still there? Are you still unmarried and single? Oh. Yeah, you still want me? Yeah. Okay, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Moms are more than the stuff they do for us. The laundry, cooking, and driving. And by the way, dad should be helping with that stuff too. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best, and that's why Books is giving you 25% off your entire order of farm-fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. Here's what's great about the Books Company. 
Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. Books has modern designs and unique flowers that you cannot find anywhere else. Books is simple. Go online, pick the delivery date, and you are done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mother. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. So go to books.com and use promo code CHELSEA, C-H-E-L-S-E-A, for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code CHELSEA. Probiotics can be a very important part of your daily routine. They certainly are part of mine. But sometimes uh, they're a hassle to take. So Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls are just what they sound like, adorable little pearls that couldn't be easier to take. They're tiny but still pack a punch, supporting both digestive and vaginal health. With 1 billion active cultures, they protect against occasional bloating, constipation, and digestive discomfort. And they are designed with a triple-layer coating that protects each pearl from stomach acid, helping them survive the journey to your small intestine, where they're needed most. To learn more, visit naturesway.com pearls and use code CHELSEA10 at the checkout for 10% off any pearls probiotics. Terms and conditions apply. Valid through July 31st. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. We all know how important it is to get a good night's sleep. I know that if I don't sleep for eight hours a night, I am not a sharp. From memory foam mattresses that hug in all the right places to hybrids that keep you cool all night long. Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support at every price point. Lisa's Sapira Hybrid has been named Wirecutter's best hybrid mattress five years running, and collectively, their mattresses have over 20,000 five-star reviews. Delivery is free, returns are easy, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash Chelsea for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Chelsea. And we're back. We are. We're, we're back, back with Brittany Broski. I have a question. Oh, that's not how this podcast works. Well, actually. that's just too fucking bad, isn't it? Do you remember I interviewed you for the TikTok podcast? Yeah. Slay bitch. That's all. <laughs> that conversation, you, you like, <laughs> I have two things to say. First of all, that conversation kind of changed my life because I was like, this is a whole new way of thinking I've never even, like, considered because I'm from, like, the deep south where it's like, you go to college, you get married, you have a baby, all before you're 23. 
that conversation with you changed my life in like one or two ways. And then <laughs> I just want to thank you for your service with that interview that you did with Harry Styles, where it was one word answers, because the world changed that day. <laughs> like you shifted culture. Like like the Harry fans went fucking feral over that because he was giggling. He was giggling. I just wanted to thank you for your service. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> what happened with the conversation? How did the conversation we had change your life? Where you were, it was just so like everything that you kind of stand for of like, I'm not going to play by your playbook. I don't want to fucking get married. I don't want to have children. Like you talked about skiing naked and all those oh, things where oh, I was I just see, like, I this see. is okay. so, like I've never met a woman like you. Oh, well, there's so many of them. <laughs> Well, right? I would like to. Where's the Chelsea well, Handler clone factory? Well, you're just like that. I mean, there, all, a lot of women are out here feeling the same way. So I'm just a loud one about it because I feel like there's a lack of representation. I don't feel there is. Mm -hmm. But now women are getting their voices in a big way. Oh, hey. <laughs> there's a window here. <laughs> there's a window and a That's man That's Catherine's in there. husband. It's yes. a very incestuous podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're yeah. a thruple. Oh, what? Yeah. That's so Christian. <laughs> <laughs> It's a very Christian podcast. Uh, so what is that, water? It's just water. Why Why does it look like a beer? Because that's kind of the branding, is to make you feel like you're, it's just <laughs> it's, water. It's so tinny to me. I can't it's, do the water in a can. No, I, I agree. I don't like water in a can either. You don't like any water, though. I don't like water. No, but I, a water gal. I, you know, I just found out I have this, like, spinal impingement on my neck, from oh, so, probably from wiping out during skiing. But uh, the guy, my doctor was like, are you hydrated? And I'm like, No. I'm definitely not hydrated. My piss is brown. <laughs> I'm the opposite of hydrated. I have to get an IV once a week because I fucking hate water so much. So Are I you to, serious? Yeah. Well, no, I drink it, but I have to doctor it up with electrolytes, which is good. But he was like, you have to be hydrated for this to heal because there's inflammation. And I'm like, oh, can't you just put the water in me? You know? Uh, anyway. Okay. We take callers and live people calling in for advice. Yes. So you Let's better get it. your parental hat on. Okay. All right. Big Amazing. sis. I'm feeling very maternal in this moment. Big sister, which is a far cry from the idea of big brother. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, our first question is just an email. JC says, JC, Beyonce's husband. I think it's actually Jesus Christ. Oh, oh. She says, You're pronouncing it wrong. First of all, it's Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. JC says, I love the podcast and I've been listening for a while now. You're both so hilarious and insightful. Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I've been dating this wonderful man for almost a year now, and he's the best boyfriend I've ever had. He treats me like a princess. He's hilarious, smart, and so, so kind. Our sex life is great, except one thing. He calls himself daddy sometimes and has a script during sex about how he's my daddy and I'm his little girl. It's just a long, uncomfortable commentary that I'm not turned on by. Most of the time, there's no daddy talk, but sometimes he gets really into it. I usually don't say anything because I've had my fun and I just keep quiet until he's finished. He does have some ED issues at times, and I think the daddy talk helps him get there. My question is, do I say anything about how it doesn't turn me on? If I do, how the heck do I bring it up? Or do I just keep my mouth shut and enjoy the sex when it's about me and let him finish with his daddy talk? Please help, JC. Oh, that's rough. 
First of all, (laughs) yes, you tell him that you don't like that. Yeah. You have autonomy and you have to, as in in the name of every woman, you have to say, I don't like this. It doesn't Mm -hmm, turn me on. His erectile dysfunction is not your problem. And he's going to have, I'm sure, something else in his arsenal that will turn him on. He cannot, you can't just, that's like him fucking you in the ass and you not liking it, but allowing him to do it. I mean, it's not the same thing as that, but it, you know, there's no reason to do anything in sex that you're not comfortable with. You don't have to do that. So I'm sure if everything else is so great about him, which you say it is, tell him that you're not turned on by that. In fact, it kind of icks you out. Right, yeah. right. It's like turn off. And yeah. I don't know how to say it. Just say it. You owe that to yourself. Uh, but maybe say it not during sex also. Yeah, no, that, no. that's like a over coffee kind of conversation maybe <laughs> the next morning. Now, or maybe like an intimate, honey, I know that turns you on. Just I would love another storyline to go with. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm tired of this storyline. Yeah, What's yeah. a different plot? Maybe mommy. He'd <laughs> like to be called, <laughs> call himself mommy. Daddy and little girl is pretty specific. It really and that is. is. Yeah. <laughs> and there's such a tether to like what's deeply wrong with you and your sexual kinks. So mm-hmm. I feel like maybe maybe they need to talk through it. But listen, some people are into funky shit. Like I like some dirty talk about weird shit, but sure. not that. But, you know, like with the right person, like I like to get like I like a dynamic. Mm-hmm. But you just have to find out what you're I'm, I'm sure there's another option out there yeah what if the other option is worse that's my only fear well that's then yeah i mean i don't know that's kind of i'm not gonna sit and have sex with somebody who's calling themselves daddy first of all (laughs) he he should only pick that role up if you call him daddy right you don't just anoint yourself daddy (laughs) knighting yourself daddy yeah you didn't earn that brother no (sighs) okay what do we got next well our next question comes from jen she'll be on the line with us here perfect dear chelsea First of all, I love your advice. It's direct and straightforward. I love my boyfriend so much. He's the sweetest, nicest man ever. To be honest, I'm hyper-independent, but he just makes my little heart so happy. He's 21 years my senior. I'm 37 and he's 58. Yes, I love old-ass men and no, I don't have daddy issues. The issue is he's a consultant and works all the time during the week. I get a good morning and a good night text, and during the week, other than that, it's like I don't exist. He does text back if I text, but it feels like I have to always reach out. I have gently let him know that I'd really like to hear from him more. I don't feel like we're dating unless it's the weekend when I come over. He was a little frustrated, saying he has to talk all day on the phone, and he doesn't have the energy to talk on the phone at night. He said he's just depleted by the end of the day. Am I overreacting by thinking this is total bullshit? Before I sound like too much of a brat, I know he speaks to his sister once per week about a show they always watch together, and my love language also happens to be words of affirmation. But I find it very hard to feel loved when I don't get any words from him, much less words of affirmation. I'm supposed to move in with him soon, hopefully two months from now, but I'm wondering if that's the right move on my part. Are we just going to not talk during the week even though we live together? (laughs) I can take any constructive criticisms you all can give. Thanks so much, Jen. Hi, Jen. Hi, Jen. Hi. Hi. This is our special guest, Brittany, Brittany. today. Broski. Hi, Gorge. Hi. Hi. Okay. What a situation. Yeah. (laughs) So tell us more. We read your letter. So you don't text with him even during the week? So I basically get like a GIF in the morning. So it'll say good morning and it's a gift. He's just a gift person. And then at night it's good night. I love you with a gift. That has been for like the past three, four months. And 
Sometimes we do talk, but it's rare. For instance, three weeks ago, he called me and he talked to me for about 30 seconds and then said, oh, I got to go. My boss is calling me. And I said, okay. And then we didn't talk for the rest of the day. And then I got my good night gifts. So <laughs> I know, I know it is kind of like a funny situation, but it's also like, I don't know what to do. Well, okay. I was, I mean, when you said you're going to move in with him, I just figured problem solved because obviously you're going to talk when you live together. Right. That's what I think too. But here's the thing. So I brought this up six months ago and that's when he had, and I call it his little temper tantrum, but really it wasn't. He was just frustrated. I get that. But that was six months ago. And I thought that we were going to move in within the next couple of months because this house would be done. Well, I don't know when his house is going to be done now. I mean, they keep pushing things back. And so could it be another six months? And am I supposed to live like this for six months? And I know that there's like an end goal, but still it's very frustrating. And remind me again, how long you guys have been together? So we've been together since November, 2021. So a couple of years. Yeah. Almost a couple of years. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it hasn't always been like this, but I can understand he, you know, he has a lot on his mind and a lot on his plate. But when I brought it up a while ago, I said, look, I'm sure the president of the United States still calls and texts his wife and he's got a lot more shit going on than you. Trust me. Oh, am I allowed yeah. to say shit? Yeah. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> yeah. Yes. You heard the show, right? Yeah. Are you? What? You it's... know who they are. Yes, but I'm oh nervous. God. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no, don't. Don't be. It's, it's OK. Yes. You could say whatever you want. Thank you. Cunt, cunt pussy, fuck, twist. I mean, just titty twister, twist. whatever. Cool. Just twist. Twist. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, a couple of things. Brittany, do you want to jump in or do you want me to start? My question is, well, I guess more of a statement is if he wanted to, he would. Yes. Like, I think that that's the overarching thing here is he's kind of making it evident that communicating with his partner is not really top of his priority list. Agreed. Even after, like, bringing the issue up to him. So that's kind of this, like... Is he just willfully ignoring me on purpose? Does he really care about me? Am I just an afterthought? Like that's that's where my spiral would start. Absolutely. I even wrote all my bullet points down. That's just the person that I am. That's mm -hmm. weird. I know. But I just want to get it all out. And I want to make sure like I'm hitting every single bullet point because I want him to know how I feel. And mm -hmm. this isn't like a I'm blaming you. This is more like a I feel this way. So please take care of it. Because if you don't. Right. And I hate ultimatums. And this is kind of an ultimatum, but I feel like I'm such a strong person and I've been married and divorced and I just know what I want in life. And if you're not it, that's okay. That's totally mm -hmm. fine. And if you can't meet me here, which I don't think it's a lot to ask to call me once a week. No, that's no. bare minimum. Yeah, no. that's literal bare minimum. So, and the idea of, you want more interaction. He wants zero pretty much interaction except a gift <laughs> during the week, right? right? So in a relationship, there is compromise. Like he's got to meet you in the middle. He's just doing what he right. wants without regard for your desires and without making any effort, especially when I know how that feels when somebody's like, oh, I'll call you right back. And then, or, or I have to get off the phone. You expect to call back when they right. are done with their boss. So right. that's, neglectful and it's just it's not a compromise it's not 50 50 what you're describing you have needs he doesn't have to meet every single one of your needs Absolutely. that's also an unfair demand mm -hmm. but he has to be able to come 
to meet you where you are and say, this is what I can do. Mm-hmm. Even though I hate talking on the phone, you know, let's let's make sure we connect midweek or a couple of times a week, whatever would make you happy that would be, you know, a, a, a move in the right direction. And I, it doesn't have to be an ultimatum. You can just declare that and then see what how he responds to it. Right. And then you're going to gather all the information you need. He'll either be able to do it or he won't. Right. And you shouldn't have to move in with someone to get to see them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, you know, we do spend weekends together and I, I don't tell him this, but this is how I feel when I see him on Friday night, like the whole week is just dumped on me and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I did this and this happened. And then we did this. And I'm like, can we break it up? during the week can you tell me these things because right now I've had a full week and I'm just exhausted and I just want to chill and smoke some weed and hang out and you know do my thing and so it's it's a little bit hard and I'm not afraid to talk to him about it I'm going to talk to him about it because I feel like I deserve more and good I am a strong woman. I can do it all alone. I can be by myself. No big deal. The thing is that he's just such an amazing person. And maybe, you know, I didn't make it super clear. Maybe I just need to be like, hey, this isn't going to work for me. Or maybe it's, hey, Wednesday nights, let's either go grab a drink or let's have like a half hour phone call. Just being like, you know what? Let's throw in a midweek thing. But also, is there a way that you guys can move in together before his house is done? Is that possible? I wish. I mean... Honestly, so right now he has kind of like a luxury trailer on his property because he has like a full like kind of farm with animals. Mm -hmm. So he has to be there. But I mean, it's such a small thing and me moving in my stuff. Got it. Got it. Yeah. And I actually really like this time myself alone because I was in 15 year marriage before this and it ended in 2020. And I am totally fine living on my own you know i like it you seem very you seem very together and very grounded and competent so like i'm not worried about your situation at all i think you're going to handle everything the way that it needs to be handled and you have absolutely every right to say what you what you want and then he can show you that he's moving towards that direction you know he doesn't have to bend over backwards for you all the time but it's just a consideration that you deserve and when you put it and frame it like i just feel like i deserve better or not better say i deserve more yeah. from somebody who's I'm in a committed relationship with. And for, for that to be too much to ask from you doesn't make me feel good about us. Yeah. And that's exactly what I've written down. You know, all my bullet points are just like, if you wanted to, you definitely would. And to me, you're showing me you don't want to. And that's okay. That's okay. Right. If you don't want to. I don't want to force you. However, that doesn't mean that I have to be in this relationship as well. I mean, it would break my heart, of course, but I mean, it is what it is. You can't force someone to do something. But I think that's also stating it like that, saying, you know, if you can do this, that would be great. And that would be significant in us remaining together. But I have to be honest, I'm starting to feel like you're not willing to compromise. And that's making me question things. And that would be heartbreaking for me. But I also need a certain amount of of respect or consideration about what, you know, what you desire rather than what's he desires, which is not talking on the phone at all. Yeah. Right. I was yeah. going to say also there's like this. Maybe weird... I should date him, actually, because I also <laughs> don't want to talk on the phone. With him in the date him. I would love to just, you know. There's also this weird dynamic of it seems like it's all about him all the time. And, you know, I think maybe he is a little bit 
that way. I wouldn't say that he's a selfish person. I I think that sometimes he can become self-centered. I've never held that against him. However, the man, when I'm with him, he just adores me. He loves on me. Mm. He get, buys me anything I want. If I literally go into any store and say, okay, I want this, he's like, cool. And he just buys it. And I know for some people that's like, oh, well, that's not a big deal. For me, it's so nice because I'm like really extra. I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest. And I'm like, oh, wow, a man wants to buy me stuff and dote on me. But it's like the weirdest thing. Even my friends think it's so weird. And I've even asked him, like, do you have another family that you're entering? Right. (laughs) It crossed my mind. Are they all living in this trailer with you? No, but, (laughs) but, you know, like I've asked him and he's like, no, absolutely not. And I do see how focused he is and he enjoys his job. He's very much focused, but, you know, me being younger and also maybe just kind of a little bit brattier than he's normally used to and not, I'm really not a brat, but when I want something, it's like, can we just do Mm -hmm. this? Let's just do this. You know, I think I'm a little bit of a challenge for him but sort of in a good way. And I'm really hoping this all ends up yeah. the way I want it to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And don't be a brat when you have this conversation because no. there's nothing bratty about it. Right. You know, there's nothing whiny or complainy. It's, I think it's much more effective to just say, this is what I need in a non-emotional way so that it holds a little bit more has a little bit more heft than just being like, I need you to call me. You know, it's not not a needy thing. It's a respect thing. Yeah. And putting a date on it of like, hey, let's talk for 20 or 30 minutes on Wednesdays gives an actionable goal that like he's either meeting or not meeting rather than like, let's just talk more, which is more vague. Right. But Jen, let us know how it goes. Okay. I'm interested to hear yeah, I want to hear goes. how the conversation yeah. goes, too. Follow yeah. back up, okay? Okay, will do. Thanks, everyone. Okay, thanks, honey. Good thanks, luck. Jen. Okay, thank you. Bye. 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 Catherine was done with that call. She's like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, we got to move on. Like, got okay, so let us know how that goes. She's like, going to get a kidney transplant. Catherine's yeah. like, okay, well, good luck. <laughs> like, goodbye. Moms are more than the stuff they do for us. The laundry, cooking, and driving. And by the way, dad should be helping with that stuff too. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best, and that's why Books is giving you 25% off your entire order of farm-fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. Here's what's great about the Books company. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. Books has modern designs and unique flowers that you cannot find anywhere else. Books is simple. Go online, pick the delivery date, and you are done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mother. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. So go to books.com and use promo code CHELSEA, C-H-E-L-S-E-A, for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code CHELSEA. Probiotics can be a very important part of your daily routine. They certainly are part of mine, but sometimes uh, they're a hassle to take. So Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls are just what they sound like, adorable little pearls that couldn't be easier to take. They're tiny, but still pack a punch, supporting both digestive and vaginal health. 
With 1 billion active cultures, they protect against occasional bloating, constipation, and digestive discomfort. And they are designed with a triple layer coating that protects each pearl from stomach acid, helping them survive the journey to your small intestine, where they're needed most. To learn more, visit naturesway.com slash pearls and use code CHELSEA10 at the checkout for 10% off any Pearl's probiotics. Terms and conditions apply. Valid through July 31st. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girlbomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girlbomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girlbomb to get the job done right. Conair Girlbomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional-grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design icon West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of the two companies' shared values – Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the natural hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, indulges your senses, and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families families have a safe place to sleep. Visit lisa.com forward slash Chelsea to learn more. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Chelsea. Well, our next caller is Hallie. She says, dear Chelsea, I'm the youngest of three girls and my oldest sister has a very tense relationship with our mom. She immediately goes on the defensive around her and every time they're together, they get into at least one little snippy conversation. I'll admit our mom can be difficult, but I think my middle sister and I are more able to see that the things she says and does are often coming from a place of insecurity. Even if we get into an argument with her, we're more able to move on and give her some grace. Our oldest sister just seems to assume the worst and hang on to every little thing. Then she'll complain to us about it, and we're not sure what to say. I think she wants her kids to continue to have a relationship with our mom, but it feels like she's at a crossroads and needs to decide how she's going to move forward with her own relationship with her, as the current state of it makes it unpleasant for everyone. The irony is that my oldest sister and our mom are more similar than they care to admit. Mm. How can my middle sister and I help our older sister figure out how to improve her relationship with our mom, what boundaries to set, and what conversations to have? Thanks for any advice you can give, Hallie. Hi, Hallie. Hi. Hi, this is Brittany Broski. She's our special guest today. Hey, Allie. Hey, nice to meet you. It's funny. I had a conversation with a girlfriend this morning on the phone because her sister just was visiting her and she 
She's like, everything my sister does annoys the shit out of me. <laughs> and her, my friend is just the most, in my opinion, is the sweetest, most easygoing person in the world. So to hear her even talk like that about her sister is, it's always just a test, right? Like it's basically yeah. the universe testing you because if you keep failing the test, that it keeps triggering you and triggering you. And you have to basically talk to your sister about treating your mom with kid gloves and actually treating your mom like she's a kid. Think of her like a kid. And even though right. that's fucked up because you're you're the kids, you and your youngest sister? I'm the youngest, so it's, it's me and my middle sister, yeah. You and your middle sister are obviously okay with it and you're not taking it to task and it's not disrupting your life. Right, I think you're right, I think, I think that makes sense. And they're probably, the similarity between the two is why they are clashing, which is very obvious also. Right. So it's a very easy like psychology lesson, but on a, on a spiritual level, like in, in terms of energetic being and your vibration and being cool and attracting goodness, it is that you are lifting yourself up out of kind of a low vibe when you have room and space for people that you don't necessarily want to have room and space for or that annoy you or that trigger you or all of the history that's involved. So for her, if there's any way for you to engage her in a conversation where you're talking like this about it, like, hey, treat mom like she's a little kid. Let go of the anger. Like try to just use it as a practice. Like even when I am annoyed with someone, I make it a note to send a text out to them and say, hey, just thinking about you, love you, just because I want to flip the switch on my own script in my head. You know, put out love and when you're feeling negative. Like it'll change her whole entire life if she's able to let go of the tension. And it won't happen overnight, but it is a practice just like anything you do to be a better person or be a more more mindful person and practice loving kindness. She needs love, your mother. She's obviously damaged. Your sister's obviously damaged from your mother, so she's holding on to it. But what a great victory lap would it be for your sister if she could release that and look at her with pity and treat her like a little girl instead of like she's expecting her to be her mom. Right. And what do you think about the fact that she, our oldest sister kind of puts me and our middle sister in the middle a little bit and kind of will express her grievances about our mom to us. And again, I mean, I think we have challenges with her too. So I can, on the one hand, I can see it and I want her to feel supported in that. But I also don't think it's healthy for her then to be coming to us with those difficulties that she's having. I agree with that wholeheartedly. She shouldn't. Yeah. And you can say that in a very loving way as well. Like, hey, right. I love both of you. It's 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 upsets me every time you come to me talking about mom. It, it's upsetting. Like, I just want you guys to get along. And I know it's not as easy for you, clearly, but I think that there might be a reason why it's not easier for you. That might be your challenge. Like, that's a test. And if you can get past that and you can ace that test, then there's a whole bunch like of other new stuff in the world that you're not going to, you know, you minimize the irritation of that person by just showering them with love, acceptance, and understanding, and not looking for them to deliver something they've never shown you in the first place. Hmm. There is a book called The Dance of Anger that you might recommend to your sister. It helps sort of unlatch some of that repetitive behavior of like going yeah. straight into anger. I know I had a, a pretty strained relationship with my dad maybe 10 years ago. And it's gotten a lot better. And I think, you know, there is room for us to learn and change and grow. But your sister does have to be, as Chelsea said, like making that effort to do that. I think it can just stay stagnant or get worse if someone's not 
actively trying to improve the situation. Right. Yeah, I think I think she's kind of in like a constant state of fight or flight, you know, with with our mom. Mm-hmm. So that makes total sense trying to help her lovingly help her get to that place of having that dialogue with herself and figuring out what she can do to take steps to move forward. Because usually when you're acting like that, it's because you're seeing a part of you that you do not like. Like Mm, the similarities in you, we give the best advice of what we need to seek the most. When you see somebody that drives you crazy, it's because they're representing something in you yourself that you don't like. Brittany, were you going to say something? I was just going to say, yeah, it's an active choice. Yeah, relationships like this are little moments of active choices where either you or your sisters are choosing whether or not to engage. And like Chelsea said, how you're approaching it to flip the switch and be like, in this moment, I'm recognizing this feeling of, you know, the fighting is starting or that pissed me off or here we go back to the same shit. We're making an active choice to just take a breath and respond differently because it is Mm -hmm. a choice, Mm -hmm. you know, like that is Mm -hmm. to keep that in mind that you have the power over how you react to a situation. All your siblings do. And your mom does too. But it's – I deal with this with my mom where I am the parent and my mother is the child. And I have to gentle parent my own mom. And it's fucking infuriating and I have to take a breath and I have to like do breathing exercises in the bathroom. But like it's made all the difference. And it's a hard, hard thing. Family shit is so hard. (laughs) Feeling you. Feeling you, sis. (laughs) Damn. Thank you. To your point, I think – Of course, then I can decide how I react to them having their own reactions, you know? Exactly. So I can decide that I'm not going to have an inflammatory reaction to that circumstance. However, I think like there are kids involved who are hearing them, you know, disagree. And so so I feel like, you know, I do want to be able to help them if I can. Yeah. And I think it's just... It's all love-based. It's all an expression of love. For instance, my sister-in-law is is annoying to me, and (laughs) we argue a lot about politics and stuff, but I realize how pointless it is to engage, right? So, and this has been a work in progress for many years. And so now when I see her, I just, like, shower her with love and affection. Mm. Just shower her with love and affection. And it kind of, Mm. like, my feelings towards her have diminished. My anger towards her has has diminished. And yeah. I, I am feeling like, oh, she's just not open to the, or accessible. Like she's she's been indoctrinated because she's Russian. You know, <laughs> like she doesn't have she's never going to believe that Putin's a bad guy. That's sad, actually. That's she's been brainwashed and indoctrinated. So instead of going at her with anger, now I'm just trying. And this is I'm trying. I haven't, you know, been completely successful thus far, but I'm working hard to make sure that my interactions with her are just love based and there isn't any acrimony. If all else fails, you know, sometimes a little anti-anxiety, a little a little Ativan or something like that before <laughs> you have a family get together doesn't hurt. That's a great idea. actually. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Edibles. Totally. Does she take edibles? Your sister doesn't sound. She, she sounds like she might need an edible, though, right? Yeah. You might want to slip her she one. Might need a gummy. Low dose situation. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, and then yeah. you could bring that up too. Go like, let's figure this out together. Like, mm-hmm. how can we make it easier for you? Yeah, that's it too. Like, I, she's not having a good time. Exactly. Right. And I think she wants to be able to have a good time with our mom and with our family, and you know, so I can see that she wants that, but I think. She just doesn't know how to get there. Right. Well, Mm -hmm. she's lucky, first of all, to have a sister like you that cares so much about your family dynamic. That's so sweet. And that's exactly what sisters are good for. Brittany, do you have any sisters? I do. I have a sister and a brother. And there's a big age difference between us. Like, I'm six and seven years older than them. But 
it's just so funny how we were all raised in the same house and we're so, so different. And I'm seeing yeah. that here too, where it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That oldest child gets the brunt of it. Like, I definitely got the brunt of it. And it, it's funny how it affects you so differently than like you being the youngest. Like, it's just, you know, totally. in the same house, but you're such different people. That's such a families are so funny. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They are. Well, thank you. Thank you all. I really appreciate it. Oh, well, you're cute. I like your sweater. I Thanks like your whole so vibe. Much, <laughs> Good luck with everything. Godspeed. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. See ya. Bye. Bye. It's funny because when we talk about siblings, like when there is an age difference, as I have in my family, Same, you do yeah. too, you know, there are two different kind of ways to look at it because I always think every your sisters and brothers are the only ones who knew what happened. Right, 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 <laughs> like they are the only ones who know yeah. exactly what went down in your household. Yep. So yeah. my connection to my brothers and sisters are, is very strong because we were so dysfunctional. Our parents were pretty dysfunctional. I mean, we, you know, never went hungry or anything, but it was just a hot mess. And then you hear from other people that are like, oh, no, we had totally different childhoods. Mm -hmm. Right. Even though they're from the same set of parents, yeah. mm -hmm. they had, because of the age gap, had different childhoods. So I guess at least my parents were dysfunctionally consistent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone older... got it fairly. Yeah. <laughs> my older brother and my younger brother are 14 years apart. Wow. And there's like a boy and a girl and then I'm girl and then boy. But we're so far in distance from each other as far as age goes. My older brother likes to say, like, I'm glad I got out of the house before my parents got bored with parenting. Like, but I loved it. I mean, it was great. They still parented. But it was like, we had sugary cereal and they had Raisin Bran. It was, right, you know, that right, sort of right. thing. A little, yeah. a little lax. When you get to that fourth kid, it's just like, yeah. whatever, dude. Like, what do you want to do? Yeah. yeah it's, it's like they write you a note saying, good luck. Oh, truly. My parents traveled all the time when we were growing up. People would be like, where are your parents now? I'm like, I don't know. They're just gone. Someone's staying with us. <laughs> someone. <laughs> yeah. But we had fun. We had a good time. Mm -hmm. My siblings, they're my half siblings. So, like, my parents got divorced when I was one or two. And then my dad remarried when I was four. And then from then on, I've had half siblings. And it was it's so funny because I was always the odd one out, obviously, because I was older and I was going back and forth because of custody battles and all that. And oh, were there custody battles? Constantly oh. growing up until like high school. But it was like my siblings just kind of watched that, you know, and they were yeah. like, who is what do you mean Brittany has a mom like another mom? Like they just didn't understand, but kind of understood. And it didn't really affect like all through that. It didn't really affect our relationship, which is cool. Like you said, you know, like we all grew up in the same house. Like I was still being parented by my dad and my stepmom the same way that they were. And my dad really made an effort to like, if one of y'all is punished this way, the other one will be too. You know, like there's no special treatment. There's no whatever. And I think that really, really paid off because I, I feel like some parents, you know, you have to do different parenting techniques for different kids. And, and that shows up in their adult life <laughs> of like, I was never told no, or I was never this, I was that. So I'm very fortunate that I had parents with level heads, especially in the midst of a divorce, like a nasty divorce, too, where some people aren't so lucky. So it's an interesting dynamic with with half siblings, too, because it's yeah. like we're kind of blood related, but also kind of not, yeah. not at all. Yeah, so. yeah, that is interesting. And also just to be a child of divorce and mm -hmm. all of that, that comes with that because it can be oh, yeah. one experience for one person, a quite different one for another person. So when they were having custody battle, battle over you, mm -hmm. how did they drag you into that? Did your mom or dad? Not like, really. They yeah. never argued in front of me, which I'm very, very thankful for. But I did like every other weekend. I was back and forth from probably like the ages of six to about sixth sixth grade. 
And that was hard. You know, like, I don't know where I'm going to be. And I, I have homework that's due, but I left this at my mom's house and I need it's just a mess. And it was like re-suing for custody over mm. and over. And it was just messy. But well, at least you were wanted. It, period. Yeah. What a what a good problem to have. They love me too much. <laughs> that both parents wanted action. Yeah. You know, that's nice. I'm always so touched when a man is so determined to get custody. And then I'm like, listen to what you're saying. Like, they're <laughs> fucking parents. Why do we give men so much credit for behaving like a fucking father? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's take a quick break and we'll be back to finish up with Chelsea and Brittany. Woohoo! Moms are more than the stuff they do for us. The laundry, cooking, and driving. And by the way, dad should be helping with that stuff too. She's got a whole life outside of motherhood. This Mother's Day, give mom her flowers. She deserves the best, and that's why Books is giving you 25% off your entire order of farm-fresh flowers from Books. That's short for bouquets. Here's what's great about the Books company. Books is different. Their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms, so they last way longer. They even have flowers grown on the side of a volcano. Books has modern designs and unique flowers that you cannot find anywhere else. Books is simple. Go online, pick the delivery date, and you are done. Mother's Day is May 12th. Don't miss the chance to thank your mother. Order your books now. And with 25% off, you can send some to mom, wife, aunt, and even grandma. So go to books.com and use promo code CHELSEA, C-H-E-L-S-E-A, for 25% off. That's B-O-U-Q-S dot com, promo code CHELSEA. Probiotics can be a very important part of your daily routine. They certainly are part of mine. But sometimes uh, they're a hassle to take. So Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls are just what they sound like, adorable little pearls that couldn't be easier to take. They're tiny but still pack a punch, supporting both digestive and vaginal health. With 1 billion active cultures, they protect against occasional bloating, constipation, and digestive discomfort. And they are designed with a triple-layer coating that protects each pearl from stomach acid, helping them survive the journey to your small intestine, where they're needed most. To learn more, visit naturesway.com slash pearls and use code CHELSEA10 at the checkout for 10% off any Pearl's probiotics. Terms and conditions apply. Valid through July 31st. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keeping you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boast the Sassy Girl Bomb Grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional-grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. 
Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new natural hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design icon West Elm, the natural hybrid is the culmination of the two companies' shared values – Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the natural hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, indulges your senses, and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Visit lisa.com forward slash Chelsea to learn more. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash Chelsea. And we're back. And we're back. And I have one more question. It's a it's a little long-winded, but I think it's an interesting one. Oh, excuse me. Brittany just had to go to the bathroom <laughs> in the <laughs> studio. She sorry, just, guys. Are you okay? She's right there yeah, in the corner. Good. Okay. Sorry about that. You, sorry about that, <laughs> listeners. My fault. She's just wrapping up some COVID. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, finishing up here really quick. You, you go ahead. Just topping off her COVID <laughs> with her beer. Well, in the vein of Jen getting bought things from her boyfriend, mm-hmm. Ashley says, Dear Chelsea, I'm 28 and I've been dating my boyfriend, who's 29, for a year and a half. He's an amazing and loving man and surpasses all of the other men I've been with. The problem I keep coming back to, though, is our differing views on money. I was raised in a very broke, conservative household until I left home in my early 20s, but that really set me back in my education and career. I'm an extremely hard worker and have been even before I graduated high school, but that's mostly been out of necessity. In truth, I've always dreamed of going to art school and finding a creative career I enjoy. His life is the complete opposite. He owned a business and now has a great job, which he loves. He's not extremely wealthy, but he's very secure, and the important things are paid for in full, including his home. I've moved in with him, and things are good, but I'm constantly struggling, whereas he's comfortable financially. He used to pay for a lot when it came to dates and other little things, but as we became more serious, he made it very clear that he wants to share expenses. He's even asking me to pay rent. I understand splitting the utilities we both use, but he wants me to pay him for rent even though his house is paid off. Currently, I work a full-time 9-to-5 job that I don't like and also waitress in the evenings and weekends to supplement my income and pay off the debt I accumulated by moving out of my home before I was financially able. I'm also taking some courses online so I can continue my education. I've noticed some resentment building up as he sees me constantly struggling and tired but doesn't seem inclined to alleviate the burden. There's no bigger turnoff than when a guy asks you to split dinner when you're just thinking of all the bills waiting for you. I'm plagued with guilt for even thinking this when women are encouraged to be independent and successful and not rely on a man. But I'd love nothing more than to go back to school and find a career I enjoy, but it's practically impossible for me to do that on my own if I still want to cover my bills and debt before adding on to it. I don't expect him to fund my lifestyle or put me through college, but help with our shared expenses and activities will go a long way, as I have to think about every dollar I spent. At the same time, I know I could find someone who's willing to do that for me, and I've had plenty of opportunities to pursue other relationships where I'm supported financially. Even with with my waitressing job, I constantly get offers by men who want to whisk me off my feet and fund my lifestyle, but that's not for me. I have no desire to leave as I'm very happy with the love he provides, but my life can be exhausting. He sees how happy I am when I'm working on my art and knows what I want to do with my life. But he's so practical and approaches relationships as two separate people improving themselves on their own. 
Should I stick it out even though I'm struggling? Ashley. I would first of all say who cares if men at restaurants are offering to whisk you away? You don't want that. That's not even part of the conversation because, of course, you can find somebody else to pay your bills if that's what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. But if you're looking for mutual respect within a relationship, I don't think it's crazy to ask for a little bit of help, especially when he owns his house. Yeah. I mean, paying rent for somebody who bought their house that when you're in a loving relationship is yeah. a little strange. That's what you do like to a stranger. from him? Yes. Like, this is like that hurt. doesn't sound kosher. <laughs> and he, you're working multiple jobs. Yeah. It's not like she's not her deaf. She's hustling. Yeah. Right. It's one thing if you're sitting around lazy and you're like, I don't want to work. You're going to pay for everything. No, you're not doing that. I don't think he should be funding your lifestyle either, but he can definitely be helping if he's in a more advantageous position than you are, which clearly he is. So, yes, it's worth a conversation about support. And it's not a demand or a uh, ultimatum or anything like that. It's like, hey, I'm really having a hard time here. Me paying you rent feels weird. Mm -hmm. I'm totally down to split Mm -hmm. utilities. But every time you want to split the bill, like it, it makes me feel like we're in a business relationship. And I'm going through this time and you want to get your degree and move towards that art passion that you have and go back to school and all of those things, then this is exactly the time where you need support from your partner and in pursuit of that. And it Mm -hmm. won't last forever, but you need it during this time. And that's a very reasonable thing to talk about. Yeah. It's also to improve not just your situation, but your situation together. Mm -hmm. You know, his help during this time will give you guys a better life ostensibly in the future. Right. I think there's also, I mean, be sensitive. You know what I mean? Like, this guy sounds like, all right, well, everything's Mm 50-50. Like, life doesn't really work like that sometimes. Sometimes, ideally, it should be 50-50. But in a situation like this, my best friend's kind of in a similar situation where she makes significantly less than her husband. Mm -hmm. And they split bills 50-50. And recently, I mean, in the last six months, she kind of was like, I am struggling. Uh And I am in a committed, loving marriage. And this just doesn't feel fair. Uh And she approached it with her husband and and they worked it out where, of course, because he makes more money and they live together, they share everything. He'll pay for more. You know, like it's like 70-30 now. Yeah. And that is totally because y'all are literally married. Uh It's the same money. (laughs) Legally bound. Legally in front of the Lord and all his witnesses. I just think that there's logic and then there's functional relationships. Uh-huh. So in that situation, it feels like, yeah, cut her some slack, dude. You know, if you really love her and you see how she's struggling and you see how she wants to dedicate, she doesn't want to fucking work seven jobs. She wants to dedicate time to her art and whatever. Help her do that because you love her. Mm-hmm. And it's not, you know, sacrificing her autonomy or her independence or her whatever. You can still be individuals in a relationship, but... I think that, yeah, just be fucking for real. (laughs) Be so for real. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I think working one job should be plenty in this situation. You know, if you have a conversation with him about, like, I want to quit my waitressing job. Mm -hmm. I want to keep this job. And like you said, maybe not splitting things 50-50 as far as the bill goes. But there's also a way to do it where you're each paying the same percentage of the bill according to your income. You feel it the same amount. And please don't introduce the idea when you're having this conversation of other men or other opportunities. That's not important for this. It's not good to dangle that stuff in front of people. You know, I had a boyfriend who's like, do you know how many people are hitting me up on Instagram? I'm like, go then. Go. You think I give a fuck about who's DMing you on Instagram? Uh Uh-huh. 
Anyway, so that's good advice. Brittany, you have been giving very good advice. Thank yes. you. Yes. I'm Whoa. sorry I sound surprised. I'm not. <laughs> you're like, you're actually pretty confident. I, I, yeah, confident and confident. Two of my thank favorite you. C's. Yes. So thank you for joining us today. Oh my God, this is a blast, y'all. Thanks I can't wait to me. see you again. Yeah, when we uh, when you help me get on Raya and okay. when I introduce you to my husband. Yeah. And- <laughs> well, I'm not going to have to see you uh, to get you on Raya, but um, yes, I, like it, I like that's how you think it works. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> we have to Zoom. We have to Zoom with Mr. Raya. And that's our episode for today, everybody. Thank you. We'll see you next week. Thanks, team. If you'd like advice from Chelsea, shoot us an email at dearchelseapodcast at gmail.com. And be sure to include your phone number. Dear Chelsea is edited and engineered by Brad Dickert, executive producer Catherine Law. And be sure to check out our merch at chelseahandler.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Here's an important life tip. It is absolutely essential that you always know where to find a delicious sandwich at a moment's notice. Usually the answer is as easy as Jimmy John's. You know you're always getting some good sandwiches because they make them with fresh baked bread, premium quality meats, and hand sliced veggies. Like their Italian nightclub made with salami, capicolo, ham, and provolone. Everybody loves that one. So if you're looking for the sandwich of sandwiches, order on the Jimmy John's app or online at jimmyjohns.com today. Probiotics can be an important part of your daily routine, and they certainly are a part of mine, but sometimes they are a hassle to take. Nature's Way women's probiotic pearls are just what they sound like, adorable little pearls that couldn't be easier to take. They're tiny, but still pack a punch, supporting both digestive and vaginal health. To learn more, visit naturesway.com slash pearls and use code CHELSEA10 at checkout for 10% off any Pearl's probiotics. Terms and conditions apply, valid through July 31st. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Visit lisa.com forward slash Chelsea to learn more. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Chelsea.